0: Animal masks are back and worse than they've ever been. It was disturbing at the beginning of all of this, and it was disturbing when people first did them, but what exactly is going on, and what exact cult are they referencing without even realizing it? Gavin Newsom goes against the caste system and then decides not to. A priest is extradited on murder charges from the 1970s, and the Unification Moon Church continues to clash with Japan's government. I'm Jonathan Nyser. This is the Cult Exclusive Podcast Show. Alright, thanks so much for listening to this episode for a late episode on this Tuesday evening. Make sure to rate the show and tell your friends about the show so that I continue so that I can continue to bring religious news and controversy and commentary as well as cult history to as many people as possible. Big thank you to all of the listeners throughout Canada, as well as the United Kingdom, India, and the UK, as well as the United States and Malawi. Make sure you rate the show as well. It would really help me to continue with the commentary. And also, if you do rate the show, there is a decently high chance that you might be gifted with a Trojan horse on your front porch That has been said to happen whenever people tend to rate the show. I I, I don't really know. There might be a side business for Trojan horses going on. Just make sure you read that whole entire apparent war mythology and just make sure you know what, what happens after you accept the Trojan horse. But anyhow, let's get into the episode. I want you to imagine for a moment that you have a spouse and you are married to her or if you're the female you're married to him and you have a beautiful family. You just recently got back from your Sunday service at church and you're about to make dinner when you look into your child's backpack and you realize that they have an animal mask in there for some reason. At first you think it's just a simple craft project at school and at first you assume that absolutely nothing is taking place that would actually threaten the well-being of your family or threaten the well-being of your child. Well, turns out it used to be a simple craft. It used to be a simple craft for a child to enjoy making an animal mask, perhaps act like children do when they make a craft. They play a little bit and then they go and do other things with the family, perhaps help out with chores. But as it turns out, TikTok has currently been making the simple action of making an animal mask as dark and decrepit as you could possibly make it. So on TikTok, in which I don't have TikTok because I don't want the Chinese government completely undermining my finances within the next 10 years, but there have been some animal masks that have been trending all over social media and of course the left and the lgbtq plus community have been picking up on this and they 100 percent rest assured that it's nothing to be terrified about it's just within our usa culture now it's just specifically something within the states that's completely okay and completely dependent on a healthy thriving community well as it turns out all of these trending topical videos involving animal masks specifically have people wearing them and prancing around like actual animals and no that's not a joke this is what they want your children to actually be influenced by one of the videos shows someone that no one of course has ever known before wearing an animal mask and prancing around similar to some sort of wolf or some sort of dog there's another video where another unknown person is basically doing the same thing, but rolling around the floor on their living room and still acting like an animal. Now, over the past couple of years, everything has gotten more and more bizarre, and you've gotta ask yourself, why particularly is this taking place? Why particularly is everything getting worse? And why is all of this sexuality ideologies just, just getting worse and worse, darker and darker and more and more confusing? In our state of mind today, we particularly continue to get more and more confusing with every single passing day. And it's if we don't even know the real purpose of marriage, the real purpose of sexuality, or the real purpose of any attribute of what it actually means to make a family. So these animal masks are actually quite deviant, and they're actually darker than you might think. Most people, might remember those plates that had animals on them. I'm kind of blanking on exactly what they're called. Maybe, I can't really remember what they're they're called. I'm I'm blanking on the name completely. But they were plates that had animals on them, and they were very, very fun when I was growing up. And there even were some step-by-step crafts for animal masks. But nowadays, everything is just diverting into cultism. And quite truly, this is a cult. And if it is a world religion, if it's, it's, if it's meant to be world religiously connected, which is kind of strange for the left particularly, it would not be connected to Christianity, Catholicism, or even a world religion that people would actually easily adhere to. So looking up exactly what animal masks are and what exactly their purpose is, if you Google that and look that up, You'd see that animal masks are very common features throughout African societies. Now, of course, it's interesting to study, but there is a deeper harm in doing so. There's there's a much deeper harm in actually taking part in this. Turns out that throughout Africa there is a spirit called Maida Tawara spirit. And essentially what that is is it is a spirit of the Barbera people who actually formulize carvings of not only antelopes but other animals. And essentially, dancing around in an initiation of their movements is meant to promote the fertility of the land and the community. That's essentially what they are referring to by these practices. And obviously that's not what these people are referring to. They're just trying to reference as an animal and be completely confusing and rather sinful. But this is sinful because of what it worships, because of what it actually references. This is 100% referencing sexually deviant spirits that are actually connected to African culture. Of course, I'm not attacking African culture. I'm not individualizing that we should be attacking African culture, that we should hate any of these people groups. That's not at all what I'm saying. But what I am saying is that we have to be very careful to just dive into any culture that we see fit that we see fit. And quite honestly the majority of the time, you could say be working for Amazon and you could be delivering a package and walk down the sidewalk. And no quicker than you could come to the front door of the person's house would you also, say, see a statue of Bam or see some other satanic figurine in someone's front kitchen window as if nothing was going on, as if it wasn't an issue to actually have that in your home, due to the fact that it not only represents violence, but it represents distance from God as well as basically every other single type of evil imaginable. There's a lot within the cultures that actually have animals representing them. This is all over the Middle East, particularly in Africa, and as well throughout Canaan, Moab, and all of those other areas, specifically Nineveh as well. And as we talked about uh, this past week with my review of The Exorcist, there is a lot of spiritually guiding demons that do not at all have what anyone anyone would Ever want to have for their guidance in their life. None of these spirits actually want the promoted health or well-being of people in general. They are completely hell-bent conquerors as well as hell-bent creatures that legitimately just want hell for all people. That's essentially the main purpose of why they're even around and why they're even alive. So legitimately, This is passing all over social media. Every single individual is getting spammed by all these videos nonstop. And it's essentially people making their own masks, prancing around. And it's become a representation of people's sexuality. And of course, I wish I was making that up, but I 100% am not. People are actually heeding to this type of understanding. Now, where could this actually go? because already we can guess that it's going to a dark place. But backing up the clock a little bit and going into Egyptian culture for a second, the cult of Anubis was another cult that also represented an animal, specifically a cat. And the cat was holy within the Egyptian cultural communities due to the fact that they centered the cat in on a fertility goddess. In this specific notion, they assimilated that if, or at least this was the, was the thought of the cult of the Anubis, they weren't specifically tied to actual royalty specifically, they actually, after their construction, it, it, it actually separated from royalty, and it went against the norm primarily, which is why it actually ended up taking place in this way, but The cult of Anubis later on would actually finalize a practice where people who were actually related to each other would actually end up having relations. Just full-blown sin and full-blown darkness and the completely unnecessary activities of, of evil, just essentially the most sexually deviant evil known to man. And really, this is where this is headed. And this is always where it's headed. If we continue to allow people to do anything and everything, they quite truly will do anything and everything. That's why we actually have to have clarification. That's why we actually have to have interconnected, and really just interconnected laws of understanding. We need to have laws about this. Laws that center in on people's well-being so that you don't just dive headfirst into any type of group known to man, popularize it on social media, and then completely infect everyone's lives with not only depression but complete depravity. We have to stand against actions and attributes that are deemed necessary and holy by these said cults. And really, as horrible as it is, these are cults. These are literally slowly but surely becoming cults centered on children. And from the left, they won't even want their kids involved in religion. The left doesn't. The left seeks to implore upon a thought process of respect to reject, essentially. They don't respect religion, but if you are religious, they'll just look at you, roll their eyes, and walk the other way. But somehow, they're okay with this type of cult concept. Somehow, they're okay with this type of understanding. That literally references every single type of cult known to man that was not only sexually deviant and evil, but completely twisted in every single other way. We have to save our children, and saving our children starts with not allowing them to join this type of deviancy. So... Over this past week, there has been a question under Gavin Newsom's leadership, of course if you can call it that, which basically no one has been calling it that, whether or not the caste system should continue to stand within California. There is, theres There has been an acclaimed bill that is known as the Revolutionary Senate Bill SB403, number 403, and by CFR.org would include CAST as a category protected by the California Education Code, the California Fair Employment and Housing Act, and the URA Civil, Civil Rights Act. So basically, if Gavin Newsom signs this law particularly, caste will be looked at as a protected class specifically. And there's basically... A, a separate amount of people that actually don't stand for this. They want the caste system to stand. And really the reason uh, as to why this is hilarious is because the left hates religion, again, as I stated before originally. So if the left hates religion so much, then they actually shouldn't have a say on this. And the whole democratic statement and scenario, of course, the whole entire time, ever since nine eleven has been, don't accuse Muslims 100% of the time of doing horrific crimes, of doing violent jihads, and all of those types of scenarios. And at the same time, if you look at it, how exactly is it that the left has a right to say that? Because, essentially, the majority of leftists are atheists, or they're just simply Christians going to rather, obviously, non-Christian churches. Now, the other reason why this is, Strange is because Gavin Newsom, at the same time of particularly possibly wanting to sign it due to the fact that he's a Democrat, would actually have to choose between whether or not, particularly, it's better to have a caste system of protection so that people that are already knowingly in a caste system that isn't preferable should be specifically protected, similar to, say, a disability type of inaction that people use in normal workplaces, which of course it's not the same thing, or he has to decide between that and just overlooking it and not caring about their culture and looking at it in indifference anyway, which generally is what the majority of Democrats do. It's rather strange when Democrats enjoy the thought of Mormonism, but at the same time don't enjoy the thought of Christianity. Or, when Democrats enjoy the thought of Hinduism but completely gawk at the idea of Catholicism. This happens all the time. And now he is finally trying to, in a sense, ground his ruling on the subject, despite the fact that he can't really state or have a say for either one of the two. So the caste system has always been in there. has always been in their culture this whole entire time. And as according to CFR.org, it has been pervasively in South Asia for the better part of three millennia, which is true. The inherently hierarchical system refers to an immutable predetermined social status defined in the Manusmriti, a sacred Hindu manuscript. In Hinduism, individuals tend to fall within four major groups. Brahmins, priests or teachers. Kahataras, rulers or warriors. Ashadis, merchants or traders, and seridras, servants or laborers. Those four groups have evolved or have evolved to include over 3,000 subcastes, with the Adi Sadra or Sadas at the very bottom. Now, conditionally, here here's the problem. Because Democrats love socialism, and in turn they love communism. So that so, in turn, no one knows what to do any no no one knows how to solve this issue. Gavin Newsom is completely stuck and and this is essentially the most stuck he could possibly be, because you can't advocate for socialism and communism and completely overlook the caste system, yet at the same time, you can't advocate for a caste system and completely highlight socialism and communism whatsoever as everyone would know one would completely overwhelm the other thus leaving the other unimaginably unnecessary which of course would also throw out the rule of the democrats specifically here specifically here the other issue is of course also the untouchable because from you know black lives matter movement from all the other movements from back in history that have been on the leftist side, they can't deal with the idea of untouchable. Because that is in fact a very real thing. And this is how the Black Lives Matter movement and the caste system of Hinduism 100% differ and would completely never connect. For instance, imagine that you walked outside in the middle of Detroit and you actually said, that everyone within your certain race was untouchable or perhaps you were a different race and you said another race was untouchable that's legitimately the Hindu caste system potentially it, 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 more, it more socializes in their race but collectively if someone is Hindu and is another race then it technically pans off in that same way so we gotta ask the question, what is Gavin gonna do about this? Well, of course, Mr. Newsom, without even looking through, you know, the sacred Hindu manuscripts that he keeps, I guess, on his shelf behind all of his, you know, I love abortion shirts, he ended up just completely vetoing the bill. Meaning that he completely reinstated the whole entire idea of the caste system and to not overrule it. So particularly in this type of scenario, it, no matter what he does, the the problem essentially won't be solved. And of course that doesn't look very good for him. It doesn't look specifically good that he can't relate to any other culture other than his own, which of course heeds the thought concept and the principle that you shouldn't have Any weapons of warfare whatsoever. Now mainly the biggest thought process that we can take from this is that California while at the same time having the most hilarious people in power known to man may just simply never actually relate to any actual form of culture except the people that live in California that leave. So particularly in Hollywood now basically all of the strange demons and dementors that make up all of the directors all throughout Hollywood sleeping in whatever room they want whatever it be a golden room or perhaps a room full of marble in an entirety of a million dollar apartment building or perhaps in a million dollar mansion or perhaps five mansions as one million dollar apartment According to the Christian Post, it says, God wins. Accessory to kidnapping charges dropped against sound of freedom investor. So essentially, very similar to when Jesus Christ rose from the dead and all the demons were destroyed, every single demon in Hollywood is completely gawking, gasping, and gnashing their teeth at this ruling due to the fact that they probably tried to pay off the individual over the case and tried to pay off uh, every single type of law enforcement officer in order to get him arrested. We've actually seen this throughout all of the showings of the films. There have been basically around a quarter of theaters had sound audiovisual problems and around at least half of the theaters for some time in some states actually ended up canceling the showing of the movie due to numerous bad smells, due to numerous sound problems, due to numerous electrical failures, which even when I went to the movie theater back in the day, I never ever had an electrical failure problem, except for that one time when I went to watch a movie in the middle of a thunderstorm, which also never happened. But it says, an investor who helped crown fund the hit film Sound of Freedom has regained his own freedom. After accessory to kidnap charges against him were dropped, Fabian Marta, 51, of Missouri was arrested by St. Louis police and charged with felony accessory to child kidnapping in July following a reported custodial dispute. So already right there, it's not the same thing. It's not the same thing at all. Of course, in some types of scenarios where there are people that are extremely underprivileged, or they're poor, or it might be just a, a certain area that they live, that could be the very, very sad case. And whenever that happens, we need to get police right on that. And whoever, do, whoever does such a terrible, horrific sin needs to have charges pressed against them, and they need to be truly in prison forever. But looking at it very clearly here, custodial dispute the custodial dispute is not the same thing, consequentially, in the, in the majority of the time, than what is displayed in the Sound of Freedom. Because originally when this came out, every single type of person was then looking at the man as if he was the person who literally invented the problem, as if he was legitimately the first person who ever trafficked a child or trafficked a person. They literally looked at him as the mastermind behind trafficking in general. And this does tend to happen when it comes to being a, a terrible marriage or a horrible broken family, which is a terrible scenario. But you got to think exactly who is behind this type of madness. Now, even though you could make up a lot of conspiracy theories about this, This is most likely just a particular scenario where a famous person had a rough time, had a rough marriage, had an issue, had an argument, and perhaps did the same thing that Walter White tried to do in Breaking Bad. Perhaps it's a scenario like that where he just breaks into the home and tries to kidnap someone, but not in the way of where, you know, the the people from Sound of Freedom were trying to do that, and particularly not in the way even where it would even be endangering the child specifically this is an insane issue that happens when men in fact do get divorced by women and statistically that happens a lot more than not statistically it is the women who divorce the men and thereby this makes male uh, mental health go way down they can be addicted to something it could be an on something which is terrible but the majority of the time in these cases where there's a custodial dispute this ends up being men that were divorced that just specifically want to see their kids till their dying breath and it's extremely sad and it's extremely horrifically terrible this is why the left has to focus on marriage they have to focus on marriage being traditional and they have to focus on marriage being specific to biblical standards, or at the very least, a cultural standard that doesn't say that you can just aimlessly have sex with whoever all the time every day. On September 25th, the Missouri, the Missouri Circuit Court issued a memo stating that a grand jury had determined there was insufficient evidence to obtain a conviction against MARTA, according to a USA Today report. So insufficient evidence is normally what happens. It's normally what takes place with this. And sadly, sometimes insufficient evidence is what also allows actual predators to get off the hook. Now, just reflecting on something that actually took place quite a while back, one of the main CEOs for Covenant Eyes, if I'm remembering correctly, actually ended up, or, or he would have ended up, going to prison due to this type of factor he ended up walking outside of people's homes and actually snooping on them from the window essentially the classic type of scenario that no one ever wants to take place within their neighborhood and due to the fact i, I think he might have been he might have been second in command i believe over covenant eyes but eventually and unfortunately, he did end up taking his own life as a result of being caught by the young woman that he was, in fact, spying on. And due to this, this is the this is a far worse type of scenario, but always, as soon as the left gets wind of any type of adverse response, any type of story that might end up making someone seem like that type of individual predator they will always jump on it even without sufficient evidence and specifically thankfully that's not what took place today now do i think do i think particularly that he is actually guilty so due to the fact that this movie was highly 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 Uh, it highly battled against all of not only leftist claims, but it battled against essentially every single type of deviant evil within Hollywood. No, I, I don't think that he deserves conviction. Specifically, perhaps he has a very problematic marriage. Perhaps he has a problematic time with his wife. Perhaps he has a problematic time with the whole of his extended family. However, That does not make him a criminal, say, criminal director in Hollywood, like, I don't know, everyone who works at Nickelodeon. Because that's the instance and issue that you have to actually ask yourself. Why is it that so many people at Nickelodeon are allowed to work at Nickelodeon even after being strange, horrific, perverted individuals? And at the millisecond that someone... Almost has charges filed against them. All of a sudden, everyone within that Christian industry has to fall. Well, the real reality is that one person making that plunge does not cause the whole to fall. Same thing with priests within the Catholic Church. Even a hundred priests or a thousand priests doing it at one time does not cause the whole of the faith to fall. Similar to all of those other cultures within the Bible, and within the areas of the scripture that caused the ancient Israelites to fall into sinful lustful desire, it did not in turn cause Orthodox Judaism to fall, and it does not in turn cause Christian Orthodoxy to fall. So, this 100% sounds exactly like a movie. It sounds like a movie, as a matter of fact, that you'd probably watch within a theater that probably had the sound of freedom malfunctioning, but according to the AP, Italian court confirms extradition of a priest wanted for murder and torture in Argentina dictatorship. Italy's top criminal court has confirmed the extradition of a Italian priest sought by Argentina on charges of murder and torture during its last military dictatorship, rejecting the priest's Heal, a lawyer said Sunday. So this is this is strange. This is definitely an instigation that makes the Vatican look very horrifically bad. Even though it's only one priest, this this is basically one of the scenarios of torture that makes essentially the whole of the Catholic Church look bad. But again, as I said before, it doesn't completely destroy it. Now this is a strange type of scenario for a priest to actually deal with this. You wouldn't expect, but like out of every single individual, you'd expect absolutely no priests to do this type of thing. This is essentially something you'd probably see in one of those very, 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 very terribly poor produced horror flicks. You know, the horror flicks that don't actually deal with correct Catholicism at any point in time. You know, those those horror movies that you ask, what the hell am I watching? That uh, that's that's the only time in which you'd ever expect a priest to do something like this. rodo Samurai, who represented Argentina in the case, told the Associated Press that the decision by Italy's court of cassation in the case of the Reverend Franco. Ruberi, confirms a previous ruling by a Bolga appeal, appeal court and is now definitive. Italian Justice Minister Carlo Nuendo has now 45 days to issue a decree that requests the extradition of Rivarbi 86, who served as military chaplain during Argentina's 1976 to 1983 military dictatorship. So, you gotta ask the question this is a dictatorship so why is it that the priest is the only person in trouble that's, that's really what I want to know that, like, like, like back in history when there were a bunch of Nazis okay, a bunch of Nazis everyone hunted the Nazis down there's eons of Nazi war crime films and documentaries about this eons of them so why exactly is the only person in extreme trouble a priest out of everything else? This, essentially, th- this is like this is like the whole of that case with the Jehovah's Witness going on. Uh, the, the Jehovah's Witness getting in trouble, and I still have to look up an updated version of that case, but the Jehovah's Witness... Being completely accused of the worst sexual crimes known to man, and then some random Jehovah's Witness that isn't even higher up getting arrested. This makes no, it makes no solitary sense at all how one priest is a person that everyone wants. So it's, is the priest the dictator then? That there, there could be anyone else that could possibly be taken in besides a priest. And of course, maybe the priest did it. Maybe the priest did in fact do it. But see, the problem with that theory is that priests don't fight. Priests have literally never fought. They pray over individuals. They pray over warfare. They pray with soldiers. And this is just another specific reason why we can't particularly have communism and people are so uptight about this legitimate dictatorship and how it apparently threw an entire priest's career and life under the bus why would we want communism in our culture today exactly how on earth would we be elevated toward communism based on this and this isn't even our country. This isn't even the country that we're actually living in. Now, as for victims, it says the battle of for truth and justice that has been conducted primarily by the families of the victims of the terrible years of the Argentine dictatorship reached another important result. This decision affirms a universal... Jurisdiction on the violations of human rights. Oh, so violations of human rights. The violation of human rights of a priest. Of one priest. The priest, who holds Italian citizenship, is wanted for trial in Argentina for charges including aiding and abetting the 1976 slaying of 22-year-old Jose Guillermo Barranel, and conspiring with the military and the torture of several other men. Yeah, so that's so that's a bit a little bit more for the claim. So so what priests tend to do is they will pray over soldiers, they will pray for warfare, as I said before. They will also bless people. They will give people last rites when there's a dead body or they die or they're very, very sick. They'll also do that. But this is just a step in a strange direction, because again, going against the claim, the Vatican wouldn't be okay with this, and this is directly tied to the Vatican. The Vatican sends out priests from there to all of these locations in the area, specifically from Italy to Argentina as well as other parts of the world. So, and this is this is one of the other. Major steps in the faith of a priest to be strong against this type of thing. So, so just just thinking about this for a minute. He went through the Vatican. He went through all the training. He went through all the exorcism training. He went through all of the biblical training. He went through all of the rites training. He went through all of the Latin and the Greek, and then he proceeded to murder people. This is. And this is the AP, so this is basically what the left wants to get a hold of when it comes to priests and Catholicism. This is basically their, it's basically the, the exact thing they want to see. It says he left Argentina in 2011 after the first trial for crimes against humanity carried out during the dictatorship took place in the western Mastona Providence and the Testimonies of Survivors testimonies of survivors actually testimonies of survivors and family members began to point to his responsibility um, so you're claiming that one priest basically did all of that so exactly why aren't the other people mentioned in the acclamation then? why, why aren't the other people mentioned to be in trouble why is that it almost seems to me that not only is this a question of faith, but this is a question of whether or not you should accept priests anymore. It says, Human rights activists say as many as 30,000. So 30,000 killed by this priest? No, 30,000 were killed or disappeared during Argentina's military dictatorship. This See, this is again another reason Why we can't have communism. This is not the priest's fault. This is not any of the priest's fault Perhaps this is one bad apple in a bad batch But this is in no way a reason to diminish the priesthood right one last uh, one last story here Uh, also according to the AP The Unification Church slams Japan's dissolution request as a threat to religious freedom. So all in all, what is particularly going on and taking place? The Unification Church is basically coming under fire in the Japanese branch of government. Essentially, people enjoy claiming and just all out shouting from the rooftops that Japan is a complete democratic society. And of course they're not. This is, matter of fact, a very interesting story for all of the conspiracy theorists out there as people ask the continuous, all-knowing question as to why exactly the Unification Church is in trouble with the particular Japanese government. So, apparently the Japanese Communist Party is completely going against the quote-unquote church due to the investigation into all their set manipulations that they did, which of course is very strange due to the fact that, well, communism is communism. Now there are multiple claims, as uh, Japan will go on to say, there, there were probes into this, and they, they basically probed the investigation due to the fact of, get this manipulated of their followers for donating money, sowing fear, and harming their families. So harming their families is a very sad, tragic one because that most likely is true. Of course, alongside of manipulating their followers to donate money, that's basically what all cults tend to do every single solitary time. Essentially, very similarly to Scientology where to do auditing you have to give them literally 8K, 5K to 8K every single time. Well, what was going on is that, in order to do their actual religious marriages within the Moon Church, you had to pay thousands upon thousands. They they were essentially using their methodology of sacred marriage, sacred paid marriage, if you will. It's essentially getting a uh, paid for. Uh, cult enlopement today but just for thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars and publicly in the most strangest way possible but essentially they were going through all of that and there's a lot of said manipulation and murder so essentially there was an individual that got murdered who was the prime minister and actually that happened a number of years ago named Shinzo Abbey's so, or, or Shinzo Ape. So he was murdered due to the fact that he was in league with the group, and he essentially paid all his dues. And there was another individual who, who actually ended up being his an assassin, who was completely downtrodden and bankrupt. And he was bankrupt essentially because he kept paying the group over and over and over and over and over again. And... Shinzo Abe was a very higher up member within the society. So being within the same, you know, storyline as any type of uh shooter film or any type of slasher horror movie or any type of, you know, CSI episode, he decided to turn his gun on him and then turn his gun on himself. So this is one of the biggest conspiracy theory instances that pretty much everyone uh, talks about if they know anything about conspiracy. Now this, of course, is a tragic issue that has continued to infect our churches in recent time. Essentially, everyone has to pay, obviously, some type of payment in order to join a set group, whether that be a gymnasium, whether that be any other type of, of a group or or any other type of activity that you can basically join for health, wellness, and well-being. And really that's one of the reasons why health and wellness and well-being cults are so popularized all the time. But you have to pay at least something, whether it be gas money, in order to get there, or whether it be an actual paid statement to a church or a society as it is most popular as stated originally. The only issue is that, no, generally when you pay to become a part of a higher-up, say in a Nazarene denomination or things of that sort, through tithing and eventual promotion if you actually work there, no, you don't have to pay thousands upon thousands upon thousands. And of course, risking bankrupting your family and all finances of support for your family. But this basically just incentivizes how this is a cult. It literally acclaims how this is a cult as clearly as knowingly possible. And because of that, this shouldn't be allowed in Japan. Of course, none of these, no cult really should be technically allowed to function unless it is technically an organization that branches off of another organization if it if it forms say in the middle of a california desert right on the opposite opposing side of a you know festival going on then it's probably going to end up being some sort of drug inhibited cult group that becomes some sort of murder slang that's what it ten- that's what tends to happen Now, on the verge of secrecy, this is definitely one of those conspiracy theories that is most likely true. When it comes to who killed who for what reason, this is definitely one of those conspiracy theories out there that might not be answered for some particular period of time, but definitely has some sort of standing in the religious crime-related world. Now, when I say that, I don't mean that every single religious process is a crime-riddled world. But as with temptation, we have to overwhelm the temptation with righteousness. Now what is the real reason why the Unification Church is in so much trouble with Japan? Well, due to the fact as stated before that Japan is, a matter of fact, not a democrat society, Japan's economy continues to thrive as more cults in Japan tend to form. So if the Unification Church actually ends up withdrawing funds, and really that's 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 the claim. The claim is that the Unification Church doesn't exactly primarily want to be supported, uh, a supportant of the Japan Communist Party. They're actually wanting to break off and be in their own main religious clarified institution. Like pretty much every single other type of religious process out there, and that's essentially how they're getting in so much dissoluting trouble so it is it actually a good idea to allow them to separate well, for one type of scenario uh, or or one type of statement here, technically not on multiple angles, first angle is the reasoning that with all of these rather extensive and rather expensive marriages you'd continuously be making a, a multitude of children that could potentially be fatherless or in in a divorce or a death or potentially there's just more children that disown themselves from the group and they of course become non-religious, or they just end up going through the foster care system if they're in the United States, or it just might end up making a ton more broken families due to the instigated and problematic political war going back and forth between Japan and the Unification Church. Now, in one standing, if the Unification Church just ends up implementing that they're not a religious institution, somewhat similar to actually what the Jehovah's Witnesses say, then that actually might gain more support for the left. Because as soon as you said, like we've said before, the middle second that you say you don't have religious affiliation, the left is going to be completely, totally on board with that. This ends up actually, at the same time, Being one of those scenarios, biblically, that you unfortunately just systematically can't stop. Because as a whole, Asia Minor is going to have a play in the end times. So there's no real way to stop this cult from continuing to form, even if Japan keeps going against uh, their requests to enact their religious freedom and keep them intact as a whole. Eventually, the whole of Asia Minor will formulate the the two hundred million person army, and every single thing will fall into place. So this cult will not completely fall. They, they, they will eventually, and always will be a cold formation. But as for the religious freedom assessment, it would be better at least for the individual uh, for the at least right now for the people over there if they could somehow come into the U.S. legally then they could get out of that freedom issue and they could potentially become Christians in the process or potentially become uh, more based in a society completely set apart from that cult formation however a complete knowledge and thought process that is centered within their Japanese culture, completely separated from this Japanese cult system, would also be a better means for a better life and a better means within their societal politics. Okay, last story here, and this story comes from the Daily Wire. and. I I feel it was only a matter of time before this was going to take place, unfortunately. And yes, I would, I would 100% rather not have anyone below the age of 18 ever see this movie, which is unfortunately what took place. You really can't make this stuff up. Back in the day when I was their age, I saw this terrible documentary about whales and endangered whales and it was horrific and my parents even thought that was a little bit much for my age but this really takes the cake right here according to the daily wire florida parents are furious after their fourth graders were shown winnie the pooh horror film in school so if you're not familiar somehow with what the winnie the pooh horror film is it's winnie the pooh blood and honey i talked about a long long time ago when it first came out on this podcast you know, back around the time when, I don't know, I got a concussion too many times and couldn't figure out a name or something, but essentially this movie was made basically just to horrendously destroy the thought and concept of Winnie the Pooh, and it has Winnie the Pooh basically encompassing all of the serial murderers of all the horror movies combined, and also mixed with, say, a cabin in the woods take on everything while also most likely being terrible and having no storyline. But apparently, the same, yes, the same state that uh, Ron DeSantis is over currently, there are somehow teachers that want to introduce kids to the creepy new characters that they should never know about. And quite frankly, no one should ever know about because of how terrifyingly demented they are, parents of students in a Florida charter school are upset that their fourth graders were shown a Winnie the Pooh-themed horror movie in class and that the teacher allegedly refused to turn it off, even as the students were begging him to... What? What? Even as the students were begging him to... So that, that... That is more... That... How... See, see, this is, this is why we literally need laws against film fanatics. We need, we need laws against film fanatics in schools. We, we really do. Wouldn't turn it off even when the students begged him to. So essentially, I think what uh, the the scene that they're talking about is a scene where Winnie the Pooh and essentially demon piglet that basically looks like a more terrifying version of moloch if you know someone scribbled his picture on a crayon for some reason they're walking on a cabin i think the scene that they're talking about is when both of these characters essentially murder three girls in a cabin hot tub i'm pretty sure that's the scene they they showed this in in a English class of all things. An English class. He didn't stop the movie even though there were kids saying, hey, stop the movie. We don't want to watch this. While she says some students picked the movie, she didn't see that as a valid reason for showing it to the school. hundred percent I know I know what that is. That's literally every single solitary one of the you know the bully kids. Like the, the the kids that will literally make fun of any type of person no matter if they have buck teeth or if, or if they don't have enough money for their lunch or perhaps if they're you know a little bit too tall anything any type of thing whatsoever they will get made fun that is the kids that chose this film and sadly probably those are the kids that don't really have you know parents that you know are, are, are really being parents in their lives, which totally tends to happen when, you know, you walk into the grocery store and you see those kids that have a Chucky, uh, Chucky T-shirt wearing, you know, a Freddy Krueger mask or something. Blood and Honey, as it says, is a British indie film and features the children's book characters Pooh and Piglet going on a murderous rampage, which includes smashing a victim's head with a sledgehammer. I don't think that's what Tom Segura was thinking of when he made his comedy show decapitating a person and feeding a woman into a wood chipper among other horrific scenes and so when they were thinking this they they also tried to come up with other means of of, of getting other horror movie scenes uh, from other film franchises because there there also is very good uh very good and very famous mafia films. They actually stole that from an Italian mafia movie, which I hadn't realized that before. But yeah, a wood chipper scene is definitely the exact opposite that you want that you want to show in a children's middle school or, quite frankly, even a high school. Should definitely make a law against showing that in high school as well. So essentially, if if this tends to happen in Florida. I know somehow that all of the, all of the leftists, all of the same exact leftists, that show their kids Freddy Krueger at 3 a.m. for some reason, though while of course, telling them that they can put on an animal mask and prance around and animal stuff is essentially a sexuality somehow, those exact same people are going to be fine with this. They're gonna they're gonna be fine with Freddy Krueger. And are not going to be fine with Demon Piglet. It's a very back and forth, a very back and forth form of stupidity. This incident is a reminiscent of a Tennessee teacher who was suspended in twenty sixteen for showing his high school class the graphic and violent horror film Human Centipede during class. So I I would okay. So I gotta I gotta think which one of these is worse. Maybe that could be the next comic section for next week, but probably human centipede is definitely fully worse. That's that's a that's a horrific choice. It's a horrific decision. But then, I'd probably just want the I'd want the endangered whale video instead. Well, that's our show for the day. Thanks for listening. I will talk to you this next week with another cult exclusive episode. Take care.